Good evening, good evening, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another show of Off the Chain. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you, welcome. Hey, I tell you guys before the program gets started, today is a special day to me being a veteran. Today is National Vietnam Medal. Veterans Memorial Day. So before the program start, I'd like to take a second for all the black American lives and all the lives period that were lost in Vietnam. All right, those guys are my hero. So thanks for listening and to my listeners, man, thank y'all guys for for taking your time out today to support the brother. I try to keep it real with you. And we have fun. It's all about black supporting black and people supporting people. Anyway, I promise you three things and I'm going to deliver them to you. I promise that today the show going to be informative. The show is going to be entertaining. And you can bet your last dollar you're going to watch the brother get off the chain today. So sit back, relax, enjoy the ride with your boy. Drink your beer, put your one in the air. It ain't no judgment here because I'm finna, I'm finna get on it. So welcome to the show and this is our topic of the day. We're going to see if the brother can get off on this. And I'm calling this one Jim Crow 2021. And I'm going to give y'all a minute now that Jim Crow see. I, I don't know if you if my audience is between 25 and 35 or 45. You probably don't know who Jim Crow is. But if 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 my audience is 50 of above, I know you know who Jim Crow is because your parents grew up doing the Jim Crow era. My daddy grew up doing the Jim Crow era. But as I promise you, the show is going to be informative. But if you don't know who Jim Crow is in the story of Jim Crow, don't worry about it. You're going to know before this show is over with. So, let me tell you about Jim Crow, that rascal. Jim Crow, at that time, was a mystical person. Jim Crow was a bunch of laws that they had down south. Jim Crow laws were both state laws and they were local laws. Now, before we go any further, when I'm talking about laws, I want everybody to be on the same page. The law is what is put in place that if you break the law, you're going to the field or you're going down there to the county jail. But that's the law. And, and a lot of times we never thought about the laws. And if we break them down, I'm going to break them down with the, tell you another story about them. But 
So the Jim Crow laws were laws that were put in progress. I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you. They were put in line by white people. You a chance to say, oh, you can't be surprised. But they were put in line by white folks for a reason. And it was to enforce racial segregation in the South. Now, if you, if the younger generation don't understand why there was racial segregation, we got might have to back you up about 200 years and let you know. It had not been long before you probably your great, 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 great grandfather definitely got out there off the plantation. And getting off the plantation was not an easy transition. I think Jim Crow is really something that the young folks today need to know about. Because if they knew about Jim Crow, they might think twice before they're standing out there in the street and shooting at each other for senseless reason. That's black history. But uh, we're going to break it down. Now, Jim Crow laws that was basically in the South during the 19th and the 20th centuries, it was really a group of white legislators. They were really white law, a bunch of white men sitting in the room just like they was about five days ago, three or four days ago in, in Georgia. Jim Crow was back. I'm off the chain. And uh, <laughs> they was in a room and the same thing they just did a couple days ago. And they purpose for the Jim Crow law was really to disenfranchise and to remove politically and I probably would say economical gains that black people made during the re Reconstruction period. During the Reconstruction period, during, they were supposed after the slave, after the emancipation or, or proclamation and, and the slave was, was set free, they called that the Reconstruction period. But during the Reconstruction of the period of letting you off land, they made laws that said stuff like it was against the law to sell black people land. Now, how you gonna work? You off the plantation, what you gonna eat? So even though when they let you go, they really kept you slaves. They kept us slaves, economical and physical. So what black people had to do and a lot of the younger generation don't know anything about, there was a term in the South called sharecropping. And the way sharecropping works, so even though it started when they told them you're free, you out here, what you gonna do? What you gonna eat? Uh, how you, where you gonna stay? You ain't got nowhere to stay, you ain't got nowhere to eat. So the white man make you think he doing you a favor. He say, well, you can stay in this house and you can work my land. Now before you don't work that land, for the last 30 years for nothing. <laughs> but he gonna pay you this time. I'ma give you so much a day and I'ma supply the seeds. You do all the work. And at the end of the harvest, we split the the what, what you grow on the land. 
Now, after they split what they grow on the land, Whitey, so he got his half and he got his half. Now, Whitey look at his half and tell him, he said, now, you got to pay me half of the seeds because I supplied all the seeds. So the, so the brother half is cut in half again. And then he, Whitey take that back. So then he tell him, he said, well, you know you staying in my house. You owe me rent. So the brother half is cut in half again. Why did he take him another portion? Now he ain't got nothing but about a third of this thing left. Now he got to feed the kids. He got to clothe the kids. And, you know, that was, that was part of the political and the economical oppression that, that black people had to go through during the reconstruction period of leaving the plantation. And, and one thing I can't, for the life of me, I, when I do my history and I look back and read a lot of stuff, I found out that the Republican Party, the all-white Republican Party, their main purpose was to the exclusion of African Americans. And uh, I bring that to the forefront because I can't help but tell this story. During the riot on the Capitol early this year, I'm looking at the TV and I'm seeing, I'm really a little disappointed because I don't see no blood nowhere. I don't see nobody, no gunfire. I said, they ain't even had a firefight. They, like, they all at a party. Open the door, come on in. But when the cameras, when the dust settled and stuff, people scattered and they scanning the room, I see one N-word. No, I would say N-word if I was on national radio. So since this is my podcast, I see one nigga standing there in the middle of the Capitol while these white folks running around going through the legislation like they know what they're looking at, faking the funk. He's standing there looking like somebody told him they were giving away some cheese up in there. Yeah, I'm getting off chain on this. Or either that, he was looking for some stimulus. And when I, and later on, I told him, I told my partner, I said, that Negro gonna get more time than everybody in there. What in the world is he doing? And sure enough, uh, when they locked him up and scooped up, damn near all the white folks got out, he's still sitting there, dumb ass in jail looking crazy. But we go get over with Jim Crow. Now, Jim Crow has a history. He have a, he have a deep history. Jim Crow, he, his, his, his thing was upheld from the 1860s. He went to court. Now, I'm going to show you something about the country we live in. That's where I'm going to get our team. The Jim Crow law was actually upheld in the Supreme Court. They said they were right, and it was basically built upon segregation and, and economical sanction of suppressing black people. But it was held up in the Supreme Court. Jim Crow, in 1896, the case of Plessy versus Ferguson, which the U.S. Supreme Court laid it out, 
separate but equal legal doctrine for black people. Now you tell me, how in the world we gonna be separate but we gonna be equal at the same time? If we equal, we equal. That's that 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 that's that fluff. That's that damn double talking fluff. How we gonna be separate but equal? Oh oh yeah, we equal. But I pay him twenty dollar, and I give you twelve. That ain't shit. That ain't equal. No, y'all. Then you ain't equal. That's separate. Or you do the same crime that he do, and he get probation. And they give you 20 years. That ain't, that's separate, but equal. That's, the, that's, the, that's what we are upon. There's a saying that history that's forgotten is soon to be repeated. History forgotten is soon to be repeated. And the guy that originally said it, I found that was a, Spanish character, and he said it. His name was George Santana, and he said it like this. He said, those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Hmm, I said, wow, that sounds familiar, but you have to listen to it. He said, those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Now, Malcolm said it differently. Malcolm said, history that's forgotten is soon to be repeated. Is that the same thing? Or is it something different? Because, now when I look back at what the Spanish philosopher was saying in the 18th century, he couldn't have been talking to nobody but whitey. All the black people probably were in the field. Yeah, I'm getting off the chain. So he said, those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. That means if you make a mistake, learning comes from making mistakes. If you don't, if you didn't make a mis- if you didn't learn from the mistake that you made, that you cannot constantly oppress people and they would not rebel. If you don't learn from that, you're going to try to continue to oppress them. They ain't learn nothing. Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham old enough to know Jim Crow. Sam Nunn? Senator Nunn? He's old enough to know Jim Crow. Uh, Mitch McConnell? Hell, he old enough to be Jim Crow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to get off the change of this one. But I'm going to give you a minute to get that off. But uh, Malcolm X, Malcolm X said history forgotten is soon to be repeated. You got the soon to, you, we, we must always remember that we, we can't be average. We got to be twice as good. We got to work white twice as hard. And and if, and if we're out of line or if we're in line, our punishment gonna be twice as hard. It's gonna be twice as severe. Why? 
because they are trying to bring Jim Crow back in Georgia, just like they brought Frankenstein back. (laughs) Those folks in Georgia are trying to revive Jim Crow the same way that the mad scientist revived Frankenstein. But uh, it never has a happy ending. Man, this was a great show. I love y'all guys. Thanks for taking a few minutes out with the old boy. And I'll see you tomorrow. And I promise you, I promise you, I will bring you something to put a smile on the face. I'm going to keep you informed. I'm going to keep you entertaining. And at the end of the day, you're going to say, damn, that brother was off the chain. Love you. Peace.